everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're real excited today. We're talking about New Year's new movies, January movies. It's going to be super fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Mary's here. Hello. How are you doing? So excited. I got to watch all of these because I said, boys, mom's <laughs> got to do this. Everybody be quiet. I'm paying attention. This is important for work. So I'm feeling really <laughs> yes. good to be here. <laughs> Yeah, you've had a fun January. You got to got to travel a little bit and yeah, nice little to... post Christmas vacation. It was. I went to Puerto Rico for a little bit on the beach. Did some so work there, nice. but got to soak in some blue sky and then feel a little <laughs> bit more ready to be back cold here in Utah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. watch snowy movies too. Yes. Well, at least maybe... we got one snowy yes. movie actually you're right the others weren't really well we'll talk about that but that you're if you think about it they weren't really january or winter fest kind of movies i think that's why they changed the name because they just mm -hmm. want to put whatever they want they don't want to have to make winter movies yeah uh, i mean i asked samantha the pippo that and she kind of was just like still do this the other holidays i'm like eh, really mm. uh, but <laughs> But yeah, I think that's why, because if, you, if with New Year's new movies, you can have it be anytime. Yeah, that's true. Any theme or anything where they're like, where should we put this? How about there? Yeah. You know, or yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Well, and this was an extremely successful uh, month for them. So I guess it's working. What do I know? You know, yeah. They, I think almost every movie was over two million views, uh, which it was right up there with all the uh, Christmas movies. Oh, that's great. People, mm -hmm. that audience to be able to sustain it and people kept wanting to watch. That's really mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And uh, the, um, the show, the new show, The Way Home, uh, that it's, yes. it's done very well too. Winning Sundays, I think for yes. both of the, the episode, the episodes they've had so far and uh, the, the three episodes, we've recapped that uh, on our channel, so on our podcast, so you want to check that out. But, um, but yeah, it's been a good month for, uh, for yeah. homework good start to 2023 but i have to say i was overall pleased with this month i i can't remember what i gave in the previews we did snowflakes but i think i was pretty pessimistic about mm -hmm. it it just yeah because i didn't love the wedding bells last year um there was a whole lot else you know to kind of excite me but overall it wasn't a bad batch no i agree and and yeah, maybe like you said, you know, kind of coming in thinking, all right, I'll give it a try and lower expectations it made for a pleasant surprise yeah. for this new trilogy in particular. I really liked it. Yeah, so, I did too. And yeah. it's surprising on a lot of levels because usually Hallmark's terrible sequels and also they don't really know what to do with married couples. Yes. But I felt yes. like these were pretty good. I mean, yes. I preferred all three of them to the originals. Me too. I totally all agree three. that they, they often, you're exactly right. They don't know how to treat a married couple. In this case, they gave them new challenges or new, mm -hmm. you know, new depth to their relationship, things they're working out together. It was a new stage. I, I love it because some of my favorite movies, they just end and you're like, oh, I'd love to see how that, what happens next for that couple. And it was, really cool to see well, that people always say that and then I'm like don't say oh, that it's usually terrible don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> like they have a breaking up or like oh I don't I know. know they just don't know what conflict to give them yeah in a, in a lot of these movies like in the yeah. um all my heart movies for example oh yeah or the didn't um know what conflict to give them yeah or the ones um 
with what was her name Taylor oh the three of them when they'd met oh, at the yeah. resort yeah oh it was that was such a bummer because the, the week, first two were weekend. so good yeah yeah and then the third one they just shouldn't they should have just waited because they couldn't because of covid they they had problems getting everybody together and so they had to like zoom people in and it just yeah it could have been yeah often when there's a sequel it's how are we gonna plan our wedding but in this case they were all married and then moved to this you know these other and each each one of the couples had differences it wasn't like they each okay now we're gonna have the same situation for this one and this one they each had some different wrinkles so yeah i agree well let's talk about the first one the dog lover's guide to dating oh yeah And it says, Tars Rebecca Dalton, Corey Sevier, director Craig Price, writers Catherine Ray, Kate Somerville, Juliana Wimbles, and it's Simon believes Chloe is the girl of his dreams, but can't seem to win over her beloved pup. He enlists dog trainer Alex and soon finds himself wondering where his real connection might be. So that was a pretty big sigh when I said that. I know. So in, in all honesty, I did see, I, I had it on my DVR and I was watching yeah. what you and some of our other um, Hallmarkies podcast hosts had been saying about it on Twitter or with each other. And I thought, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> this one. This, already this, thinking and yeah. Yeah, this it's one was favorite. rough. Yeah. Like Corey Sevier, he needs to be a little more picky. He's just taking anything that's offered. I mean, I yeah, uh, and I like him. And I oh many movies. He was in Pumpkin Everything, and then he was on One for a Lifetime, and then he was in they was the, the Noel next, next door. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there's even one other one. I know. I I'm trying to think. And then uh, and then this one, and this I mean is the worst of all those that I listed. No yeah. question. I mean, um, yeah. but <laughs> I, I like him. I like Rebecca. I like both these actors, but I did not like the story. I didn't like that. Uh, I I don't know this sort of kind of love triangle. Like he's he's mm-hmm. with this other person, or he kind of is, but he's just like taking care of her dog. But the thing that I didn't like the most out of all of it is I did not like the fact that they made her having a legitimate eating disorder, a like quirky attribute. I mean, the the fact that like she only eats protein bars and eating a sandwich is like a big stretch. Like we're really getting out of my comfort zone. I know. I thought Um, this isn't, this isn't a good look. Like she makes that beautiful plate of food in the beginning, gorgeous omelet, beautiful presentation. And then she puts it down on the floor for her dog. And later in the movie, she's like, I have dinner at Power Bar. And I thought, oh no. You know, I, yeah, I think her, that's that's like concerning. It was a little concerning it, yeah. to me. I mean, I just thought that's that shouldn't be normalized, or at least that's not normal behavior. Yeah, <laughs> and they were using it as like her like quirky, fun, cute, look how like eccentric she is. <laughs> yeah, and I uh no. I just kept getting bothered by it. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree anyway yeah I, I mean I thought frankly that uh that the uh veterinarian was the better better cat yeah yeah charming I know that's a good point um I know right <laughs> and <laughs> and you had pointed out or I saw this somewhere someone had said it was really hard to keep the two blonde girls separate or differentiate right, between yeah. them and their view and um and I I all my years on the radio, I, I can't stand vocal fry. 
and one of them had that in one scene in particular it was really bad she's like people might not know what you mean by that oh when you do it's like how can I even I can't even fake it it drives me nuts when it's like in the back of your throat you that makes Mm -hmm. sense she used there was a part where she has some extreme vocal fry and she's like omg Alex you are a literal queen so I can't even (laughs) I can't do it but it's like it kind of goes it's like the Kardashians do it a fair amount of younger women have been doing it in recent years where it's just kind of like in the back of the throat yeah it's kind of like a valley girl kind of I couldn't I couldn't get over the voice but um but it was a funny scene though I I can't even remember where I wrote that down from when she's she kind of like you're a literal queen and I thought I I kind of actually want to use that with my nieces (laughs) (laughs) even though I'm making fun of it I was like my teenage nieces might find that actually really funny if I try that yeah I mean the dogs were cute but there really just wasn't much to go off of here and I thought the movie was pretty poorly made Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure this is an acquisition Mm -hmm. and uh, like the sound mix quality uh whenever they were outside when they kind of wind or whatever like they needed to do a better job with ADRing it uh because it just sounded so loud the wind yeah yeah that could have been mixed better Mm -hmm. I agree. So I would say for people, you know, if you needed something on in the background while you're working or doing laundry, you could, you could do this one or, mm-hmm. but it's not a sit down and watch it with all your attention. I think you'll start to notice yeah. these things that we picked up on that we just didn't it, like. It's a weird choice for New Year's day as well. I know. Yeah. So maybe it was mm-hmm. just something that they acquired and thought, let's put that there on the schedule. Cause, Cause it wasn't set and it was in like the summer. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah there was no new year anything to it mm-hmm. um, uh, and I, I've never liked when I don't know I guess he wasn't in a full-on dating relationship with the other girl but I've, I've never liked when there seems to be some sort of blurry where you're taking someone yeah. else out to dinner but yet you're also trying to date this person like don't be I I, I, yeah. I admire loyalty and fidelity and some of these movies they really push that where you're thinking wait, are you going to now cheat on them? So not that yeah, it was the, cheating, but yeah, the emotional cheating. Yes. It's just not, it's harder because the thing is, is that you don't have that much time in these movies to become invested in the relationships and other things. So if they, if they spend them with another person and you've got the emotional cheating thing that it just makes it, it's all the less time that we have with our two leads. Uh, yeah. spending and so it just hurts the whole movie I so, think so I I was I actually was asked to give some advice on what uh I think works and doesn't work in these movies to some industry professionals I guess and that yeah. was one of the things I said is that emotional cheating we don't like it because it just it, it not only hurts makes our characters more unlikable because mm-hmm. I think the idea is as though we're creating tension or creating romantic tension but there's just so little time in these movies for our characters to really bond that I would way rather have some scenes of them like going on a date or something like yeah. that than, uh, than any time spent with any other partners. Yes, I agree. Good mm-hmm. for you. Hopefully they take <laughs> your advice. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this one I would give a two, two crowns, I think too. Yeah, I don't think I'll watch it again. So I'd probably mm-hmm. go, I'd probably go two. Yeah. Um, if I want to be nice, the dogs were cute. I'd bump it to two and a half, but I think I'll stick it too. The dogs were cute. I will. I'll they give that. Cute. 
Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Okay, so now we have the Wedding Veil movies, and this is the second trilogy. Some people were saying, why are they saying this is a trilogy now that they have six movies? But it's like two sets of three. Right. Two trilogies. Exactly. <laughs> kind of like what you have with the Star Wars. You've got the prequel trilogy, yes. the sequel trilogy, the original, the original trilogy. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. that hard, people. No, I totally, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, as we said, we agree, these three better than last three. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think all around. Uh, so maybe they listen to our advice. Probably not, but we'd like to, we can pretend. Yeah, we can I pretend. So. Yeah. And if they want to do another three next year, then it's probably going to be their children. But we'll have to jump into the future. Oh, that'd be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Like, who else can you have get married? Yeah. Yeah, we'd have to spin off some of the side characters, I guess, and see how they're doing. <laughs> this will be a universe, let's be honest. I mean, then I guess... do a series and it's going to be on Disney Plus and we'll be looking forward to new. <laughs> well, and I think, got all three, Star Wars. I think all three of these women are in their 40s, so they technically could have children old enough to get married. Yeah. You know, if they yeah, like, if they did like the soap opera thing where. Oh, yeah. You know, all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I can soap operas. They'll literally have kids just like open the door, cut, go in, walk out. They're like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> they could they could spin off like sidebar stories with this veil, then going to somewhere else, like the sister in Spain from the third movie. That was intriguing. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something there. But yeah. Oh yeah. So how do you want to you want to go through the okay? First one so yes, first? let's go through. So the okay. wedding veil expectations, and this is Lisa Schwer, Kevin McGarry, and the whole crew. Uh, this was written by Judith and Sandra Berg, directed by Peter Benson. In the first movie of this sequel trilogy, Avery and her husband Peter are in the midst of renovating the old house they purchased, which is proving to be a bigger undertaking than they anticipated. Avery has some exciting news to share with him, but is waiting for just the right moment. Meanwhile, Avery's mother-in-law, Grace, reconnects with a former beau, and Peter has concerns. Between that, the pitfalls of remodeling and navigating the politics of having a new boss at the museum, Avery is lucky to have Emma and Tracy who offer support from afar, as well as in person when they decide a video chat won't suffice. When newlywed Tracy returns the antique wedding veil to Emma, the friends may find that they haven't seen the last of its magic. (laughs) And I, I think this is probably my least favorite of the three, but I, I, 
still overall, I definitely liked it better than last year, which last year to me was very boring. There was yeah. just like nothing. Lots of talking. Them, yeah, a lot of talking, the planning this event. Uh, and in this one, I guess because I have built a house, I had a house built for me. I could definitely relate to that stress because it is incredibly stressful. Yeah. Uh, I remember when they were building my house and they, I had everything all boxed up for like months because they told me that I was going to be done. And somebody told me uh, that they said, when are your cabinets getting installed? And I, it would, it would, at that point, it would have been like a couple of weeks or whatever. It's mm. just like laying on moving in 30 days after your cabinets are installed and she was absolutely right down to the almost the day we closed 30 days after wow (laughs) so if you all want a tip that's a good one it helps you with your mindset yeah yeah. because it was really stressful to always be kind of like everything in boxes for months everything kind of waiting you never knew when you were gonna uh gonna be moving it was right during christmas oh and you've got your time frame in your mind of thinking oh it'll be this time surely but for her to tell you that was probably helpful because you yeah well and, and same thing we lived in our home when we had our kitchen remodeled and people told us the same thing just tack on an extra I can't remember x how many weeks and I'm like no that can't be true but but it was and that helped us be like okay this is gonna (laughs) take longer yeah (laughs) so that in the movie was like good to see them like you said because you 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 connected with that and they had more to do they had more of these moments where they had to communicate or they had challenges Mm -hmm. or you know things that came up and and kind of yeah, it was, though, yeah. sometimes they made rather quick decisions about some of it. And I thought, well, are you going to check the cost of that tile? That one, perfect. I'm like, well, uh, but maybe That's they... fair. That's true. And there were some people online saying, oh, this is rich people problems with yeah. the baby and the, and the, uh, the renovation. And I can understand that. But I do also think that a lot of people can relate to the stress of renovating a house yes. i don't think that that's like purely super rich people exactly oh yeah mm-hmm. and any level of renovation you're doing you know you can relate to that having to make those decisions and yeah things aren't coming through when you hoped and and yeah. i was lucky that i was able to do it all by myself because then mm. i could just pick what i liked oh <laughs> I yeah it would yeah. be really hard i mean you could speak to this like having to make those decisions because i know my parents i swear they spent a year one year just going over wallpaper samples <laughs> like debating what and i it made me crazy because i know, just i i'm the kind of person i just want to decide yes so you know, actually that's a good point so in the movie for them to just be like that one i'm like that's actually that's cool. my personality <laughs> that's decide. me stop yeah don't ruminate and think <laughs> over it too much just just do it you know yeah yeah, kind of like Phoebe and Friends when she would, uh, what would she say? She'd like flip a coin and be like, what were you going to say before she showed up? And then she's like, I wanted this. Ah, see, that's your answer. Yeah. So. Well, when, because we, when I had eye surgery the year that my house was built, so I had it actually twice that year. This was 2012. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, my mom was in town helping me. They live here now, but they're at the time they were in California, but my mom was in town to help me with, because I'd had the surgery. And uh, we had to do, I wasn't like blind or anything, but you know, it's just needed help. And, uh, and so we had the meeting to pick out all the stuff for the house because it was being built. 
And we went down there and <laughs> they had told us a little bit. So I'd, I'd looked at it a little bit in advance online. Uh, mm. But then we went down and I was just like, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> and my, my mom was like, are you sure you don't want to think it over? No, nope. I do not. Don't make me double think this. Don't make me. Yeah. Just please just go with it. That's and a I, smart way to do it. I have to say now it's been a decade this year. It'll be 10 years in my house and yeah. uh, I still love my house. So oh, good. Out. but I think that would be stressful on a marriage like having to make all those decisions and stuff because people like stuff and yeah I had to let some things go my husband had let some things go yeah Uh, and Mm -hmm. I think yeah this couple they I they I enjoyed their um I really enjoyed their communication and how they worked together on this oh gosh it was so interesting the moment when you can tell they were a little bit off from each other because their whole routine at nighttime would be to take off all those decorative pillows, get in bed and then clap together to turn off the lights. Mm-hmm. And then there's this scene where you can tell they're just off from each other as they're struggling with these different things and they clap, then she claps and he claps and the lights can go on and off, on and off. I thought that was really well done yeah. to kind of show that physical nature of how that was good. they need to get back in sync. And then mm-hmm. in the end, when they twist it and she's like, lights off. <laughs> Yeah, that and was good. I like that too. Yeah. And I mean, if anything, if I was going to say rich people problems, the My, fact that, yeah. uh, or privilege or whatever, the fact that they can, these people can evidently fly all around the world at a moment's notice. Oh my word. I, I kept thinking, I know they're, this is so sweet. Her friends are here, but just to, to get a plane ticket that day and fly there, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That happened uh, in all three movies. That yes, that was not at all something that I could relate to. No, because <laughs> I just went to Puerto Rico and that plane ticket. I was not. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the flights. That's why I didn't end up doing a trip this last uh, last year. I did a, a Disneyland trip, but this year, just the flights were so expensive I to know. everywhere, not just Disneyland. Oh yes, yeah. and just to get them last minute and and show up looking so refreshed instead yeah. of bedraggled. I mean, to go that distance, <laughs> you're just gonna be like, oh, I just need to lay down. Yeah, brush my hair. I don't know. They looked so <laughs> cute. Lacey's outfits. Uh, they I they dressed her very well. She looked gorgeous. Um, some of those dresses were yeah. so pretty on her. I um, wouldn't be surprised if some of those were her clothes. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, so great. Do you, which of the three couples do you think has the biggest chance of, of sticking it out? Oh, um, well, well hmm, probably the first Lacey and Kevin, what are their characters names? Peter and Avery. Um, the, yeah. though, though at the end, I was a little bit worried in the Italy movie, the second one with Autumn Reeser, um, because of this back and forth and this poll, are we going to be here or going to be there? Somebody has to decide. My mm-hmm. sister married a man she met who's from England and they had to sit down and decide where are we going to live? You know, and it was England. And so she gave up mm-hmm. all her family here and lives there. Um, and that's a hard thing, but it's easier now with technology. And if you have money, you just fly back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> So I was a little bit worried about them. But yeah, I think I would also say Lacey and Kevin because yeah. I they did have some problems, but nothing that like, and they they did no. seem the most like actually truly in love with each other of the three mm-hmm. couples. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But you, I mean, you hope that all of our Hallmark couples will oh, stay together. Sure. But... I know. <laughs> I know. And I liked how the, um, yeah, because I was worried about um, Victor Webster and, and yeah. Allie oh, because of this whole, they couldn't ever see each other. But for 19 years, I worked at 4.30 in the morning. And so I, oh, my wow. husband and I had to find ways to see mm-hmm. each other and spend time. And you just carve that out. And once you do, but it's so much better now that I don't work at four in the morning, let's be honest. Um, and so I think them in the third movie, them saying, we need to figure this out together and spend more time together is promising yeah. for their relationship too. Yeah. So I would give this one, I liked the whole thing with his his mom too in this, it was cute. Oh yeah. As soon as she was looking at the and- couch, and she hands over the veil. Hold this for a sec. I'm like, oh, ooh, she's gonna, she's gonna go. Yeah. So, yeah, I so, I, I give this one a like, like a four, I think. Sure. Four to five. Yeah, yeah, I would do that. I because, let's see. I'm thinking because I want to. I can maybe three point seven five because I think it is my least favorite, but I still enjoyed it uh, of the three movies. But yeah. um but yeah, I think I'll, I'll give it a four. I completely connected with her pregnancy symptoms. That made me laugh so hard. Some of those yeah. I'm like, oh, I, she, she's like smelling the, she's like, oh, that smells terrible. <laughs> so yeah, this, that was a four for me. It was my second favorite of the three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we had a uh, wedding bell inspiration. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is Autumn Reeser, Paolo Bernardini, and then of course the rest of the crew. This is written by Betsy Morris, director Terry Ingram. And it's in the second movie of the sequel trilogy. Emma is teaching and working hard to prove she can step into the department chair role as Paulo's lace shop is about to open. On track for her life plan, Emma feels strongly that things fall into place before she and Paulo grow their family. As the couple navigates their busy work schedules and finding the perfect time, Emma bumps heads with the current chair of her department and starts questioning her choices with support from Paulo and perhaps a little help from the veil. Will Emma find the courage to stop planning her life and start living it? I do have to say, I do think that all three of these actors are probably a little old for playing these characters. I mean, they're just yeah. getting married. They're just starting out their life. They're just, and yeah, sorry, yeah. they're all, so they do need, that's something couple. that's something that Hallmark needs to work on they need yeah. to get some actors in their 20s that they mm-hmm. can you know it's like they had that crop from like 2012 2015 mm-hmm. and then they've kind of I feel like they've they've had people here and there but I don't know just almost nobody who's like young Mm-hmm. I know no new actors or actresses in their 20s to kind of portray kind of what this stage of life is for most couples yeah and and that they're so you just kind of have to think well they're really younger than they are but they're a little bit older than they are <laughs> um mm-hmm. and and you know when you read the whole synopsis it, they they don't even mention the side couple which was such an enjoyable part yes. and they seemed a little younger didn't they it was um was that Carlo Marx and um, Lily is the character's name. And I can't remember yes. the actress's name. Um, yeah. They so were a little bit younger. All, so Allison is 46, Autumn okay. is 42, and okay. Lacey is 40. Oh, okay. So really. Yeah, you got to, you got to get to step in if you want a baby. Yeah. <laughs> or several. 
too. Yeah, they all were playing about at least 10 years to, uh, younger, younger than, yeah, than they were. So, yeah. But that's easy to but, ignore. But it is something that Hallmark, I think, needs to work on. Getting younger. Though, I mean, I, the, my sister I just mentioned in England, she got married at 42. Um, but, but if they're trying to make the story... For example, I just watched um, a movie called Fall into Winter on the Great American Family Channel. Oh, and yeah. it was Lori Laughlin and then this other actor who I really like. Um, now I'm blanking out. James Tupper. Yes. So they're in their 50s, I think. And they keep talking about high school. And I see that happen in Hallmark movies too, where they keep being hung up on, hung up on yeah. high school, this high school. And I thought nobody, nobody in their 40s and 50s is that hung up on high school anymore. They've lived a life since then. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. in that way, I thought that's another situation where 20 something actors would be better or just take that out of the storyline. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this one, I agree. The, the other couple with, uh, with um, Carlo and uh, Lily yeah. uh, was, was really sweet. cute. Really cute. Yeah. Really sweet how she just kept getting all bumbly and shy and awkward around him and he just kept being like I want to I want to be with you I want to date you you know and yeah he kept pushing through that and showing her that he was interested in her and she was able to kind of accept that and that was really it was cute cute storyline yeah when they bumped each other at the park that was cute and he's like we mm-hmm. can give up or we can take a chance and mm-hmm. then I like that we're dating just for today yeah yeah it's just to help like just a little baby step let's just try today just, okay mm-hmm. so yeah um the whole veil helping them because he touched the veil when they met and usually it's like seems in the past it was the well anyway i'm just thinking too far yeah, into it but yeah. they were they were really cute i'm thinking well, way too much do it. we agree that deep dish pizza is not pizza <laughs> let's just call it something else call it's like it, an italian casserole it's not well, a pizza exactly. call it an italian casserole and he was so funny that he's this real italian who's like this is not pizza my love you know like please stop calling it pizza just just have this chicago casserole dish which is yummy yes. it's you know it's good yeah. that was really funny i i think um he just he's he was so sweet to her he had such funny mannerisms the scene where the, her friends set up the little, or no, it was our side couple who set up the house so that they could have the Zoom date, you know, by the water in the kiddie pool. And it was lovely. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had like a couple scenes where they, because he has to go to help his dad. Because mm-hmm. um, he had committed, as far as you're talking about, like you have to decide where you're going to live. Like he decided that he was going to live there. He's even starting the store there. Yeah. But then what happens when, you know the illness calls him back like that's mm-hmm. tricky i think so they I have know. like these little zoom dates right where was... they're separated yeah and then he comes and when he flies back to surprise her i just thought i would have told my husband i'm getting on a plane right now i just wouldn't be yeah though that plane ride well, long i wouldn't be we text all the time throughout the day even upstairs and yeah. downstairs as we work from home like i well <laughs> I and i like... i just feel like rarely is the surprise aspect of something like so worth it that it it overtakes like all of the what a pain it is and what it like the worry and the other things that it causes like I just don't think being surprised is that fun 
Yes. And uh, like so what's yeah. the I'll be surprised when you call me to tell me you're getting on a plane to come home. From yes. <laughs> I agree. Even though that's quite the long. And then he turns around and goes back. But that scene, though, where he's like, I came to see you. And she's like, I was on my way to see you. And they hug. And I thought, this is cute. This mm-hmm. is a good couple. They're trying to work it out. And and with the weirdness with her boss trying to, like, force her out, I didn't think that was good management at all. No, I didn't really understand what her boss was doing. So was her boss being intentionally difficult to try to kind of, like, push yeah. her metaphorically off the, out of the nest? I think so. By nitpicking her clothing and, like, other things, it was, it was weird. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought HR would have probably heard about that. <laughs> Like, I like Linda Boyd a lot as an actor. She's good. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought her character was strange. It was strange. Like making somebody miserable because you want them to quit. <laughs> well, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that management no. style. But I maybe it did help her. Then she was like, oh, okay. Now I have permission I needed to then make this change in my life. So mm-hmm. I guess it worked. Yeah. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. And we promise this promo is worth it, so please don't skip ahead. We're two judgy friends who put our judgmental skills to work for you. We review the pilot episodes of new and popular shows and shows that our listeners request to answer your question, should I watch this? Look, a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home. And yes, we should be reading and trying new projects and enriching ourselves. But does anything beat binging a great show? Let us take the guesswork out of deciding what your next show will be. Tune in to The Pilot Podcast at thepilotpodcast.com. She says that I think that life is difficult and hard, but I also think it's beautiful and full of magic. That was cute. Mm, That That was was a good line. Yeah. This was my favorite of the three because of moments like that. Yeah. Really sweet. And I do appreciate, even though I thought the boss was weird, I do always appreciate sort of an epic quit moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm done. True. I'm leaving. That was good. Um, I'm leaving. Yeah, that was that was good. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was also an interest, a good uh, when they're talking about family, and uh, and I think it was she who said it. I can't remember, but he says that. Uh, I thought I was your family. And I think that oh. that would be hard, especially if you did get married older. Like if yeah. I were to get married now, I'm 42. If I were to get married now, I think it would be really hard to view my spouse and myself as, as my family. I would just be mm-hmm. thinking about my family. I think mm-hmm. that would be a hard transition. Yeah, it was for my sister. We did talk through that where she was yeah. like, my family is my parents and my siblings, but now it really was a, okay, oh, I, I am creating this new family with my husband. Yeah. And, I think and, be hard. Yeah, and make that, oh yeah, and kind of cutting ties and, um, not cutting ties, you still keep your ties with your parents, but uh, but the whole, like the Bible says, cleaving unto your spouse, you know. Just yeah, yeah, like, that just new like, way. Yeah, yeah, and just thinking, like, changing the way you're thinking about it as far as like your priorities, your family, but it's my new family. I don't know. I as think it, well. would be, it would be challenging. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so then uh, Paolo flies to Chicago, burns the five, they burn the five-year plan. And then Mateo and Lily get married with the veil. So, and they announced that they're going to be making all these veils, but they're not going to oh, have yeah. like the magic, I guess, of the veil or in these replicas, but 
I don't I don't really picture I feel like that kind of old-fashioned lace really isn't that popular yeah I don't see it that much and in fact sometimes it feels like brides nowadays back and forth on veils you know yeah have one it's kind of maybe they go in and out of of trends of but but I don't know I mean with Mm -hmm. all the you know all the um viral videos she was making with Lily's help there it must be a new where they were like the demand would be there maybe yeah at least in this universe so I give this I think a 4.25 yeah I gave it a 4.5 because yeah it was it was it was cute he knows the yeah. neck I couldn't I'm a sucker for that oh yeah that <laughs> was cute side, and, and it was cute and the side the side romance was my favorite of the three and I just I was optimistic about their future and it was cute mm-hmm. at the wedding she says she's pregnant and he looks over her and he gives like that <laughs> smile and it was cute so all yeah. those things bumped it up for me to be my favorite. yeah but 4.25 yeah. is pretty good score all right so then we have the wedding bell journey and this is Allison Sweeney and Victor Webster's one and this is directed by Ron Oliver and Karen Berger writing in the third movie of the trilogy, Tracy is now head of the auction house and Nick's restaurant is such a success. He's looking at expanding. Their success comes at a cost, however, as it gives them little time to see each other. The couple agree to make time for their long overdue honeymoon. They head to Greece as it is the perfect place to relax and sightsee. When a travel delay costs the couple their hotel room, they get the opportunity to stay on a remote island nearby. Is it possible the veil is once again working its magic and bringing them exactly where they need to be? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it starts out with them like leaving post-its and stuff for each other because they yeah. don't they text or call <laughs> see each other. And uh, yeah, that's, I think, I feel like you can only do that so long. Yeah. Yeah. Like the next morning as a post-it can't do it at noon. How about a dinner? And then the next, no, no dinner. I've got an appointment. And I thought just just call each other you're you've got to in order to have a functioning marriage I think you need to you need to spend time together some time together oh for sure and yeah Mm -hmm. they um and so that was kind of it went on a little too long like maybe one or two post-its but um but let's get this figured out quick you know it was cute when they were deciding on a honeymoon spot with the globe and they were just picking a spot as they spun it um Mm -hmm the uh the but like but like we've talked about um to have your friends crash your honeymoon no 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 don't no just yeah I mean I know they're important to you they're your best friends and they're coming over with all their money to catch a flight though Italy's closer to Greece than you know America (laughs) yeah no don't do that well and also like she gets so upset with him cooking at night and the thing is, is that I can, I guess I can understand because that is his job, but it's also like, like a fundamental thing that we need to do on a daily basis. You know, so <laughs> I feel like it's different than, yeah. uh, than like other and- work. It's not like he's at his laptop or something like that. Yeah. Or I don't know, working with power tools and waking you up or no, I, I don't know. I, I was, that felt weird to me too. I'm like, he wants to cook and it looks good. Yeah. I and if some. If you are literally asleep, who cares? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that I, I thought it was just fine for him to cook. I, yeah. he's, he's good at it. That kind of carried over from the first movie for me that he's, it's one of the things he likes to yeah. do. And 
I mean, yeah. I, I've been to Greece and I never Ooh. had marinara sauce in Greece. I mean, I, maybe there are, there are marinara yeah. sauce in Greece. I was looking there actually some recipes and stuff, but it's certainly not common that yeah. you have, I was like, is this Italy or is it, maybe it's the Island is like part Italy, part Greece. I don't know, but it just seemed like mm. they were getting really confused. Cause then they'd have moussaka and then they're having like spaghetti and I'm like, <laughs> it was a little yeah maybe it's because Hallmark just couldn't let go of the Italy theme from all last year they were like just gonna sneak it in you know to this Greek island yeah uh, yeah I also Mediterranean but not yeah Italian. yeah it's like they're different different countries and also like how bad can you really make a red sauce like <laughs> there's some that maybe are like a little tinny or a little like but <laughs> where they were like making like they were like yeah they were acting like it was it was it was a protein bar no just kidding yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're like well there's no taste oh can i do mention i love the uh the donkey riding scene it really really back to um sisterhood of the traveling pants yeah (laughs) this one did it really did bring in some more comedy so i did appreciate that about it yes lighting lightening some of the heavy like you know, oh, mm-hmm. these couples are facing this. Was the comedy? It was much appreciated, and the scenery was gorgeous. I can't believe you've been to Greece. It looks amazing. Yeah, well, it's when I was seventeen, so it's been a long, 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 oh. long time. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would love, I would love to go back. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, then they, they, well, they say at the beginning, like, we're not going to have kids. We're enough. We have enough problems just with ourselves. Bring kids into the picture. And then they meet this kid, Leo, who is not only an incredible drawer, but he's like a speed whiz at drawing. Yes. He draws that picture for so, so fast. fast with the shading on her upper lip, just right to quote Napoleon Dynamite. He, uh, yeah, it was a picture that was well done and yeah. really fast. Good actor though. He was really, oh fast. yeah, it was really cute. And I, I loved pretty much everything with Leo. Then they're like Bond. And I thought Alison Sweeney was very good. Any of those scenes, you're just like, oh. Yes. Yes. For all her, the the first two movies for all her. Oh, no, not me. No, I'm not. She. Yeah. There was something in her that felt maternal. And then something in her reached out to that boy and yeah. saw a boy who needed needed her care and her attention. Yeah. And her. And I, I love that she acted on that and, um, and thought, and mm-hmm. and that they both agreed, you know, we can do something for him. And it was really mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. It was really cute. I I really liked any, like I said, anything to do with the schoolmaster and Leo and mm-hmm. them. And it's like I'm the kind of person I've never really thought of myself as super maternal. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I think that I definitely related to her character as she yeah. grew attached yeah. to this boy. Yeah. Yes. And, and seeing, you know, it wasn't like a baby, like her friends had, but it was a child who she could help. And mm-hmm. she saw his potential and yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. such a great, a great storyline of <laughs> when they're all walking up the stairs to get to the school. <laughs> Avery yeah. Lisa, there was like, Oh, great. More stairs. <laughs> I also just laughed when she is making PB and J out of tahini and fish eggs. I'm like, this is, (laughs) that was so funny. This really did have those good comic moments. And he's like, cause that's tahini. It's like, what? Oh my gosh. I mean, I guess it would be in Italian or in Greek, but still, 
I Ooh. think you would know the difference between fish eggs and jam. <laughs> Plus her sense of smell was she had a head cold um, or something. That was funny. Eh. And then the way that the veil kept leaving her closet and going into the other closet, yeah. that was that was funny. They talk about the magic of the veil leading them to where they needed to be, but it was for this other couple, really. Yeah, well, what do you think? Trying to match make the other couple. Yeah, Lady Jane and then mm-hmm. Colin and Tessa. What do you think of them? Um, I, it was cute. It was fine. It was good that they found each other. And because, yeah. oh, and their kiss was really swoony. Yeah, I agree. It's actually a good kiss. Um, I'm going to blush all over my husband. I mean, this was a pretty, talking. like, this was a pretty sexy movie for Hallmark. You know, you're right. Yeah, now of like them and sort of their issues as a married couple mm-hmm. and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> <laughs> really the last two because glacier national was a little that way too oh uh, <laughs> we'll have thoughts about that one. i have thoughts <laughs> uh, and so then there's also the uh they go to visit the uncle who has dementia i think yes oh, but they yes. go in there and he's got all of leo's drawings all over mm-hmm. the room which was very sweet that was very much so i think for those who are facing this with their parents or loved ones who are starting to forget them, um, to have those moments with memories and building a bond is, is so crucial. Yeah, that was really sweet. And, uh, and then uh, they, uh, they find the school in New York City that mm-hmm. he can go to. Uh, and then Lady Jane says she's going to sell her uh, Winston Churchill letters mm-hmm. uh, for Leo. And then Colin and Tessa get married and you see a year later and Leo calls her mom, which was, Oh, that was, that was very sweet. Mm -hmm. I, I was surprised by that moment how much I thought that was quite poignant. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that would happen. And then he did. And yeah. Yeah. And then there's the legend of the necklace. So there's just legends all over the place. Legends (laughs) here and there. (laughs) So much magic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i give this one a four yeah me too it was it, it, i again like we talked about in the beginning this whole trilogy was just such a surprise to me such a breath of fresh air and really really fun yeah all right so then we had love and glacier national a national park romance uh ashley newbrow tegan moss stephen Huzar, director christopher wolf sparks fly when hannah an expert in avalanche forecasting brings her new technology to glacier national park and faces pushback from the director of mountain rescue who relies more on intuition and common sense their dual approach bring more than forecasting to the forefront of their hearts so I, it was fun to have. We had the whole cast on for interviewing yeah. Christy uh, for the interview, and behind the scenes, the uh, my computer died, and I had the Christy interview on there, oh, and I yeah. was panicking. But I my dad it. saved the day, and he was able oh. to retrieve it. So thank you, Dad. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I would have felt so bad. I know, and those were such good interviews. So I listened to those oh, first before I watched it, and I was excited for the movie because I thought, oh. I'm learning more about this behind the scenes stuff and how they really were so cold while they were filming it and where it was made and the th- thoughts they had about it that I came in with higher expectations mm, than the movie gave me. 
So, well, it's kudos to you and your interviewing skills. It was really fun oh. and good for them to, you know, to, yeah. to be promoting their movie in such an optimistic way, but it was not a good movie overall for me. I do like it better than the dog one. Uh, oh, this yes. one. I can give it that much. Yes. There was a few things I liked. I liked uh, the relationship between Stephen and his daughter. I thought that was good. And that was that Chrissy's was daughter. She did a good job, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good father-daughter. They were, yeah, I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that there were some nice moments between like the two sisters and, mm-hmm. um, and, and it did look beautiful. I, I kind yeah. of wish that it was actually in Glacier, Glacier National Park. I mean, Fernie is really close, but it's Canada. I feel like yep. it's weird to do a whole series on the national parks. And so far, and the be... two that they've done have not been, have not been filmed in this nation. I know. <laughs> well, and I was so interested in your interview with the director because I, in Puerto Rico, my photographer, we were there to do some stories for our, um, for our newspaper, and she wanted to fly her drone over this uh, fort in San Juan, which is National Park Service owned, and they said, nope, can't fly anything over National Park Service land, and so I was thinking, how are they going to get any shots of Glacier National, and then I learned, it's, it's Canada, not even, Mm -hmm. and I've been to Glacier National Park in the summer, so they yeah. did mention some of, you know, they, they talked like they were there with some of the terms you would expect, like, um, well, I mean, I guess in, in, it's really just a problem of the title because they didn't yeah. really like pretend they were in Glacier National Park. They just referred to it as, as Fernie the whole yeah, time. I did. There was, unlike the Yosemite movie and uh, yes. that, uh, this, they didn't really pretend and so that was fine, but I just feel like if we're going to be doing this as a series, like what are they going to have something in Canada pretending to be the Grand Canyon? Like what? <laughs> I know. I, I mean, so how many other here for that? You know, they they if they can't get to the Grand Canyon, they should film at Dead Horse Point State Park in Utah because it stands in like in Thelma and Louise mm. is good for that. But maybe yeah. they've got a canyon, and you know they'll just do tight shots. I mean, Canada. I feel like is Utah that much more convenient than Arizona? Just go I right mean, there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just go there. Yeah. At one point right. they mentioned Glenial hike or lake or whatever. And my husband has hiked to that at Glacier. So they did mention one, um, you know, place that I recognize. But Fernie, you're right. That's all Canada. I don't think that they have like skiing skiing in, I don't in the actual there. Glacier National Park. No, I don't think you're, I think you're right. Yeah. And like, yeah, and that was skiing. There's not skiing. like lifts and stuff at Glacier. I've never. Yeah, figured. not that I. I've only been in the summer, and we went to the uh, what's it called? Road to the Sun. Um, people listening are maybe like, "That's this, Mary. How dare you?" But um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. Though the skiing, I thought um, I they they had two types. They had the downhill and then the cross country skiing. And I will give it to them. I did like the cross country skiing race between our two rivals, Sonia and. Mm-hmm. That was a well, funny. yeah, I mean, but I thought most of the stuff with Sonia really fell flat. They, so, they, I appreciate them trying to have humor, but it just did not land. I, so here's where I'll point out the parts I did not like with Sonia. I did not like that she was so pushy and she comes over at night so forward. Well, my power's out. Can I just stay here? And I was like, dude, set some boundaries. Tell her yeah, no. That was weird. Tell her no. And like the whole massage scene was supposed to be funny and it just wasn't 
mm-hmm. that funny and uh, like surprising that they're like wearing bikinis. That's very yeah. like, surprising for Hallmark. Well, IMDb, um, the trivia section of this movie on imdb.com, it said believed to be the first Hallmark movie with a bikini. And yeah. I just, did they just want to put that in there? Because there's no way I'm getting, even if it's a heated pool, if there's snow outside, I'm not going into a pool. <laughs> there's just no way. Right. <laughs> it's too cold. So I, I don't know why they felt like, I did they feel like they were pushing the envelope with that scene with the bikini yeah. and then the swimsuit snow angels. And then when she runs into him, without a shirt on and she like slaps his chest and holds yeah. on to his chest for a hot second I'm like I I look to Hallmark to be different than that mm-hmm. and I I don't need these kind of faux edgy kind of things in yeah in this. like we have fun with like with Andrew Walker and through Wiseman and a baby when he's got his shirt off and he's oh yeah mean. so like I yeah. I like a little bit of yeah I'm fine them going a little PG-13 but yeah 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 but I don't know. I just felt like, especially because this is a winter movie, it was a strange choice. That yes, to be showing so much why skin. Are we, like yeah. you expect it maybe at the beach or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I don't know. It was just the humor that didn't really work for me. And I didn't think that they had chemistry really at all. I mean, I felt like they had more chemistry in our interview than in the movie. Yeah, they were so, um, I know. And watching it with them too on the YouTube version, watching them they did have a lot of chemistry and having fun yeah. together and in the movie maybe because they felt like they had to keep up that conflict between science and you know what his mm-hmm. point and her point over the avalanching i've i've done some stories in the past as a journalist with our avalanche forecast center in utah and i wanted to say <laughs> pretty sure pretty sure some of his um, complaints were not valid like most avalanche forecasters at any major place they're going to be keeping up with the times and the latest sure oh yeah 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 it um oh what was the one that um because it was christy wolf she also and i mentioned actually in my interview with her that she did the uh, weather one the uh, rain one (laughs) oh yes yeah with um, with the old like old-fashioned versus and i'm thinking i want my meteorologist to use like I don't want them to just be like out in the weather with the cows. Like, study the models, look at the computer simulations, and tell me what you think is going to happen. My knee is achy. The cows are thinking, you know. Oh my gosh. I thought that too. I thought, you hear, if people's lives are at stake, you're going to be wanting to do everything you can. Though I did like when he showed her, like, and then we look at the base water, you know, and from this snow, this out, because that's what's true. Like, you got yeah. a loose layer on a loose layer and then firm layer it's going to slide so all that was that was interesting but some of it didn't quite ring that true yeah and I thought the scene where they were dancing was pretty nice that was good and yeah. she eats the the Rupert floats with the little girl everything with the oh, girl that was worked cute. it was, he was so funny when Sonia comes over and the girl she's like remember when I managed you when you were getting fake eyelashes and she's like no no, no I wasn't <laughs> And then she's doing the plumper on her lips. She's like, I think chapstick's fine. You know, that girl was so funny. Yeah. When she's like, my power's out. Oh, couldn't you call a friend? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sassy. And then setting up the moment at the dance. And she's like, do you remember when you told me it wasn't a good idea to talk to my dad? Now's not a good time for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was was good. She really was. She's very good. She's, She's loyal to her dad. She's a good friend. Now here i've talked through you know i can i can give or take some of the science and all that stuff yeah the part the part that bothered me the most 
it was because I've had dear friends who've gone through IVF and infertility. That storyline yeah. was just part of me when they started to introduce it. I thought, oh, this will, this is good. We're acknowledging this. So many women feel so lonely in that um, situation where they can't talk about it or they wish they could, or it's so hard and they feel isolated. I'm glad they're going to talk about this. But as the movie went on, they 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 didn't handle it as as well as I would have hoped, though acknowledging I've never been through that pain myself. It felt like they kind of got it wrong. IVF is the egg is fertilized outside of the body. So when she's telling her, come on, swimmers, you know, that, yeah, that, that was so sense. weird. Yeah, that that wasn't correct. And then yeah, and it she, doesn't take like once they implant the fertilized egg. Yeah, it doesn't like it either adheres yeah. or doesn't adhere. Yeah. Like it yeah. doesn't take like weeks, I don't think. I could I'm, be wrong. Again, I've never lot, had it. Well, there's but. just a lot more communication with your doctor and your husband, and you're always yeah. checking hormone levels. And and they always told me the best time to take a pregnancy test was in the morning when your hormone levels are the highest. So for mm-hmm. her to take one that night was wasn't quite true. But the worst about all of that was that her sister wasn't there with her. This was this was such, it was her last chance. Her heart is on her sleeve waiting, and her sister's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to this dance," and she's there all alone. I felt my heart just that went was, out to her. It was really weird because you expect for a happy ending in yeah. a horror movie. So and for that to be of, the ending, and it just dropped, and then never talked about again in the whole I know. movie. I kept for my brain really to like help me not feel so sad about that. I was like, there were two pregnancy lines. That's why she's so happy. They forgot to put in the second in the movie. So, you know, That's <laughs> I, what I, thought too. I actually rewound it. I was like, hey, wait, did I see it wrong? <laughs> and then that's it. And then they didn't even talk about it's it so anymore. Weird. That, that was, yeah, that was really kind of, strange. And yeah. it's, uh, I've had a lot of friends who've gone through that whole process and it is brutal and yeah, uh, and yeah the way that was handled and and that was just a bizarre line about these swimmers like what the homework movie? I was baffled is, again are we trying to be edgy with that but it didn't it wasn't correct and no. and yeah the that they just dropped it after that test and then she's happy and doing snow angels with the girl I thought yeah. Something didn't quite, did it get left on the cutting room floor and they didn't realize it? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to know. You need something. Like, maybe she's going to get like, like what they did with Leo or something like that. You know, you should, or you need some yeah. happy ending for the character. You can't just leave yes. it. It was very. A bit more closure on that storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and there's this whole like scare at the end uh, that, uh, um yeah where she's uh, he says you saved my life yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and he says will you move here and she says yes and so <laughs> that wraps yeah. up very quickly <laughs> <laughs> <Let's get. laughs> this oh, i would i would give I this say, two yeah two crowns maybe i'll yeah. give dogs 1.75 because i did like it less than this but this um, yeah yeah, this one was better than that one. So I'm I'm at two for this one. Yeah. It is the only time we've had an avalanche interrupt a kiss versus a cell phone. So <laughs> there's Okay. That. Okay. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? 
now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Quick here, Will, let's talk about the family history mysteries. Did you get to watch this or did you just watch yeah. the regular? Okay. No, family no, history mysteries buried past. And this follows Sophie McClure, a genealogist who is an expert bringing families together by researching their past. When her close friend, Jonathan, urgently needs to find a a bone marrow donor, it brings his twin brother, Jackson, back into her life. This is directed by Jonathan Wright, writer Amber Benson, and of course stars Janelle Parrish, Niall Mater. And overall, what do you think about this? I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that there it, was there another one in this another family that I that I missed. Is this like a sequel or in a series or just a stand? No, this is this is a first. This is like a pilot. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, good. Because I want more of these characters. Um, yeah, really good, rich characters, um, and just some intriguing sorts of things that are happening there. They used a lot of ways that I, as a journalist, have often tried to do similar searches, going through yeah. you know, the tedious work. I like that they shows them going through the work. It just didn't happen for them. You had to search public records, comb through online posts. So some good sleuthing mm-hmm. there. Um, though I yeah, and I, I was worried that was going to be boring, too much research, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it really wasn't. It was really fun. And I loved Winston and Esme so uh, much. That was yes. such a fun surprise. Show me more of them. Yes. Cute interactions, some just great chemistry, fun storylines. Very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved I him so much it. when he mm-hmm. asks her on the date with the donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Uh, and I didn't even know that they weren't on the IMDb so I didn't even know that Keanu Teresa was in this movie mm. she was on Good Witch I really mm. enjoyed her in that I really enjoyed her in this uh, she's looking into the case of these love letters but really mm-hmm. it was all about her and Winston it was the, oh, yeah. like, he worked at the morgue or something yeah I think yeah. so where they would have to kind of interact and 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 need that sort of yeah they, that was so, sweet. so cute. I just I loved that. them. Yeah, and I want to see more of them and, and a new movie, what would happen with them? Because they also left us hanging with our main characters and what's going to happen with them because they're having like, I don't know if you ever, this is something my my generation, I'm a year older than you, used to say, uh, defining the relationship to have a DTR. Oh yeah, DTR, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> they're having this DTR moment in the car, like, well, but I, that's, well, then I, and then I, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got to get out and start doing our thing again. And I was like, wait, go back to that. Are they going to resolve that? So. Well, they were just so cute. And he's like, come on, Winston, use your words. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This, I'm like, I want these two actors in like a rom-com. Please. Can you give Walmart. me more of them? For sure. They um, were so good. They were very good. The brothers interaction was good. Um, so yeah. at, at first I 
first I thought he, he's not showing too much emotion for having leukemia come back, but I realized he might've been trying to like stay calm because then he snaps when they're eating at Tony, stop telling me how to feel. And that moment I was like, he does feel this deeply. He's been trying to be brave and have this brave face. And finally he's just like enough, you know? So yeah. the, that Jonathan, Jonathan was a lot. He had a lot of personality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, it, yeah. it became kind of less about him and more about, you know, this mystery about their father. And yeah, uh, I mean, that Which, played out, I thought, very gosh, intriguing. It did. Their whole lives to not know. Um, yeah. And this whole time I'm like, please let him be a bone marrow match. They're working so hard to find him. Yeah, and, and then, it was it was nice to have one of these which did not involve a murder. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. So that was fun, and uh, the relationship between Jonathan and Jackson mm -hmm. uh, kind of evolved and grew over the course of the uh, the movie. And then you also find out that that Niall had I mean, the Jackson, sorry, then Jackson yeah. had an opportunity to get together with Sophie, yes. uh, but he didn't make the move. I know, dude, uh, make your move. Because then it's a double layer, it's that double storyline of regret and what could have been, right? Not just with the father, but also with them. Like if I'd only done this back then, you know, what could have happened if I'd made that move? Yeah, and then he gets so close to kissing her, and you're just like, what? You're trying again? And then he gives her that cheek kiss at the end, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was just, talking to just... Anne while we were watching it. We were watching it around the same time. <laughs> you know she wanted more than that cheek kiss. <laughs> well, you've just had this big old barrier soul moment. She's like, just kiss me already. Was was that them thinking? Okay, we'll let them kiss in the next movie. Yeah, or is it, I'm sure. Is it showing how he was a little nervous or shy. Yeah, just yeah. go for it, dude. Go for it. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the whole thing about their stepfather George, where oh, yeah. he he finds out that because what happened is is that the dad uh, after the accident got became blind. Mm -hmm. and he felt like he was going to come back and then he felt like oh the boys already have this this father yeah. and uh, this character and so and george was insecure mm -hmm. didn't want to lose his family uh but uh but and i always, i've said this many times but kids in general can never have too much love yes you know, know so if they have a stepfather and a father That's and great. you know other people loving them so as long as because the problem is is it, can you trust that person are they going to take mm -hmm. the children away that's yeah. the fear but if you can trust them and just let them love then yes uh then it's every oh, everybody wins but i i, know. I loved the whole scene when they were like flirty eating Chinese food yeah it was so cute <laughs> that was very cute yeah. it was there was some really just strong <laughs> acting in this one where I believed them and what they were doing and how they were rea reacting to each other that was cute mm -hmm. um, and of course yeah. once they find the dad he is a match and so thank goodness exciting. it was so emotional when they when he's so tentative waiting you know these are my twin boys and I haven't been in your life and and they just welcome him like we wish you had been, but we're gonna start from now and yeah. from here forward. 
you know, we'll move forward with this. And when they all hug, oh, I was getting a little choked up. I thought, how many families have been torn apart by misunderstandings or, yeah. you know, different things or where they should just, if they, I shouldn't say they should just forgive. That's a hard, that's a hard mm-hmm. thing for many people, but yeah. to extend that grace and forgiveness and move forward. And the bone marrow match was perfect. I was very yeah. happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. I think it's one of the strongest mystery premieres in a long time, mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. Uh, so I'd so. give it like a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm at 4.25. I'd like to see more of this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we go. We did it. We talked. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let it was us... a full January. <laughs> it really was. It really was a full, I was thinking, are we going to have enough to talk about these movies? But we, we did. So let yeah. us know. If you're listening, what do you think of all of these movies? We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, Mary, where can people find you? Yeah. So on Twitter, I'm at at underscore Mary Richards because some Mary Richards took my thing a long time ago. (laughs) On Instagram, Mary Richards reports. On Facebook, I'm reporter Mary Richards. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, uh, make sure you're following the podcast, Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are watching YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group which uh, is the best way that you can support us and help us. And we have a really fun patron watch along coming up this month with the stars for meeting Mr. Christmas. Uh, We're going to watch the movie. It's going to be super fun. We have Madison and Greta coming. uh, And so it's a perfect way to get the behind the scenes on your favorite movies. So definitely check that out. And, uh, and then also we have our merch store where we have a bunch of Valentine's inspired merch. So uh check that out we certainly appreciate it and uh, thanks again mary and we'll talk to y'all later bye bye